Welcome to Disrespectfully Agree with Oatman and LJ. I am LJ. And I am Oatman in the house. Going to talk this week about John Wick, Chapter 3, The Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> We're going to start briefly just talking about general impressions of the film. We haven't talked about any of the previous ones. Did you like the first two? I did. Surprisingly, John Wick is one of those uh, one of those films. I'm not a big action guy, per se. A lot of the, you know, transporter, you know, action for action. Sure. Sake kind of movies. They, they just like don't do B much. action movies. Yeah, they, yeah. They, even A action movies just don't do much for me. So, you know, the whole Fast and the Furious stuff. All that stuff kind of just. Those still feel like B action movies to me. Well, I mean, they're They're, they're big budget. They're major movies. Well, but yeah, they have the spirit of like a John Carpenter Kind of a nonsense. I don't know if that's fair to John Carpenter, but I, oh, look, Big Trouble in Little China is just crazy, ridiculous nonsense. Well, uh, I, I think their their first run run movies is my point, and and none of them do anything for me. The big budget stuff, B movies, drive in movies, they, they just don't grindhouse stuff. They don't typically catch my. Some interest. of the early Arnold Schwarzenegger stuff that people love and Stallone stuff, I I can't get into. I have I love stuff like Predator. You know, and and the yeah. first two Terminators, but stuff yeah, but, like Commando. But see, those those doesn't do anything. Those for me. two things you name for me feel sci-fi, and I'm a sci-fi guy. It's so, a crossover genre yeah, so, thing. So Terminator, I can get into because to me that's science fiction. Predator's definitely straight science fiction. But just some dude, John Wick's kind of fantasy. But yeah, but some dude with a gun and he's going and shooting. And it just doesn't do anything for me usually. Usually. Hmm. And okay. So, so John Wick. So why'd first, you watch that? I, it, it was just one of those things. Who, who, where was I? I was somewhere and it was on. I oh, think okay. one was on and I watched <laughs> it and I was like, you know, I'm not a big action guy, but as, as far as what this genre is, this is well done. I, I enjoy it. I think it's, it's well executed. It's got some good humor in it. It's got some decent character moments in it. I'm not the hugest Kenu Kenu Reeves fan either. Can't even get his name right. Whatever. Yeah. I'm, I mean, not that I'm, I'm, you know, for me, uh, Keanu Reeves isn't Keanu. somebody. Whatever, he's not a um, Keanu Reeves is not a a deal breaker for me. Like he he won't. I literally will be like, oh, I won't go see it. But he's always been kind of a nothing. Like if if he's in it, fine. He doesn't draw me there. And so when I saw it, I said, this is pretty good. It's it's charming. It has some comic moments in it. It, it has a light touch. The action is well executed. It requires no acting from Keanu Reeves. In in this film. It, well, not any of them. I, I disagree with that, but okay. There's some, but it requires as much acting as it, it doesn't. When it comes to a complicated emotional performance, Keanu's not my first go-to on that. Nor and, I. and he doesn't need to provide that here. He needs to be Keanu Reeves, and uh, perfect. You nailed it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I agree with that. Um, and the only reason that I say that is I've actually recently examined this a couple times where there were a couple uh, action-oriented pieces that I've seen, and I couldn't figure out why I hated it. Mm-hmm. Like one of them was that episode, that uh, the TV show called Longmire, which I, mm-hmm. I typically like westerns. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was watching it, and I was just trying my darndest to get into it. And what I figured out is the reason that I didn't get into it is I didn't buy into the guy. 
Like there's some, there has to be something in that guy. He has to have something about him or or a, a, a woman for that case that makes me want to root for that person and create some buy-in, a certain charm and charisma, if you will. And in the, in the long run thing, I just think that guy has no charisma. Keanu's got that. Yeah, he's got he's got, and, and some of that is acting too. He has a, a light touch that. You know, not that he's out here doing Brando or anything, but I think he does, for what it is, for the genre, I think he does a really good job. I don't job. think we're disagreeing. I know. I'm not saying we are. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying he's bad. He's not. He's He does exactly what you want Keanu Reeves to do. He's yeah. he's 100% Keanu Reeves in this. And the thing I admire about Keanu Reeves is his dedication to the action. I've seen you know documentary footage here and there of like when he was working on various movies and things like uh, the Matrix movies, and he'd always go up to the directors and be like, "Can we do one more? One more?" Like the directors would be good. Like we're done. He's like, "Yeah, but we can do one more." He, he's that kind of guy. Gotcha. And I respect that. He's got a dedication to that physicality. And I'm not. I'm not sure. I didn't see any behind the scenes, but the way the the action looks, I like the fact that there aren't a lot of cutaways. I'm not sure if he's choreographing, but it looks like he's doing a lot of it, if not the line. He does share. a lot. There are moments here and there. If, yeah, like when a car is coming or something, and he gets sure. Hit, I'm sure there's that. There are some. There are some stunts where you never see his face. He's got yeah. the long hair and and so on. There's like a long take. I'll get to later. That clearly isn't him, and that's yeah. fine. But but when they do the up up close action, yeah, stuff, some of that. A lot I of think that, a lot yeah. of that is him. And I'm like, ah, oh, who knew Key New Reeves had some moves? I was like, okay. Yeah, well, ever since uh, the Matrix, that's he's kind of been into that. Yeah, but I mean, these are really intricate. I mean, I'm like, that's a 50 year old guy up there for his age. Yeah, yeah, he's rocking and rolling. I'm like, okay, fair enough. I was I wasn't too interested in seeing these films either. I, just people kept talking about John Wick, John Wick. Yeah, yeah check I had out no John interest, Wick. None. And uh, I was like, all right, I guess I'll see it. And I saw it, and it was what I expected, and it was fine. I, I neither loved nor hated it. Did everything it needed to do, and. I thought the choreography for the most part was pretty good. There was so much of it that it kind of blends into everything kind of blends into this wash of just, you know, nonstop action. And at a certain point, if everything's kind of turned up to 11 and everything just kind of feels like a three. But uh, for, there are moments yeah, uh, and in those one movies. Of the, one of the bright spots in this is I like the villains. The villains were interesting to me. And it's weird. And it's almost weird to even say villains because it. Well, the oh, in the first one, the, no, in the third one, the the antagonist in the film. Sure. Uh, I mean, who is the antagonist in this film? The Iron Chef is one of them. Sure, uh, and I liked him. I thought he was a great antagonist. Uh, really, 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 really well done character in the middle of a of a bloodbath. He actually had some characterization. Thought that was very well done. Liked mm-hmm. his character, and when <gasps> there was actually some stakes there, I was like, ah. Oh. I know you're going to tell me this isn't a spoiler, but that's a spoiler. So we're going to jump into spoilers now. Warning. <laughs> you were saying, but yeah, I uh, I I, um, I like that character. Uh, very well done and done and very without a ton of dialogue, so it didn't get in the way of the action. But I thought he was interesting. Like sometimes in these action movies, this happens to me all the time. It'll be so much action, I'll literally lose track of who the villain is. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be another guy that looks like the villain, and I'm not sure who's who or whatever, because they're that nondescript. But in this one, the antagonist really kind of popped for me. The first movie was very clear-cut in who the, who's the guy we want to die. Yeah, All three of these movies are vehicles for action. To talk about the story is almost ridiculous. But there is some. And in the first one, you've got – it's a clear you know, tale of revenge. Mm-hmm. 
and and you want Theon Greyjoy to die and and all that. The second one is a little more fuzzy, and it's harder for me to even remember what was going on in that one. There's more world building and all that. And the stuff, the kind of lore of this world with the Continental and the secret society of assassins and everything is all interesting. I think it's a nice backdrop for all of this action. But the closest thing we had to an antagonist in that one was Common. And he's fine, but he's not intimidating. He's not scary. I, I, I don't long for him to be overthrown or killed or beaten. And, and he, he doesn't pose a, a serious threat to me in my mind just based on kind of who he is and how he performs. And then we get to this one, and there it's hard to pinpoint the antagonist. The antagonist, I guess, is the or whoever leads the organization or whatever that is. Well, there's several. There, uh, there's a bunch. Yeah, the young lady who comes in and she's like an adjudicator. She's one. Uh, the Iron Chef is one. Very good one. There are these two brothers that kind of come towards the end, and there's this wonderful scene where they're they're fighting with him. And this theme is repeated a couple times, but they're fans of John Wick yeah. because of his fighting powers. I like them. I like them very much, and I and I like the interplay with them that, yeah. that happened and how that fight resolved. I thought was really. They also seem to be stupidly, and, and this is a, a stupid thing to say because it's this is kind of how these movies go. But they were going way too easy on them. Well, yeah, prolonging this thing is like if you just this is true and it's, it's dumb complaint because you, you can say this of all villains, but it's like would you just kill them? If you just killed them. We'd no, be done. No, but the but they that is actually explained. They they want him to fight. Yeah, they want it to be. Yeah, I know. They, they don't want to just kill him. They want they want to have a fight with John Wick. They yeah. want to they want to get bruised up a little bit. They want to earn his death in a way, which I thought was uh you know sort of ridiculous, but well done. Yeah, yeah. You know for the world that it's in. It, it's, it's yeah. It's it, it, like I say, it's a dumb complaint. But, I like the black guy. He does a lot more in this one. The guy who's kind of the concierge here. Oh, yeah, the guy from Fringe. Yeah, he has a wonderful turn in this. <laughs> yeah, he's fun. Yeah, I've, like always li- I've always enjoyed him. He hasn't had much to do. Yeah, for, exactly. He, he, he got a chance to pick up a weapon and have some fun. I liked the doctor scene. I thought that was really good where he shoots his doctor. Uh, yeah, I like that. It's more uh, cool world building stuff. Like the, yeah. the the story is inherently is pet. Like the the more time we spend on the story, the less interested I was. But those moments, those kind of this is the world they live in, mm-hmm. kind of flavoring. Ian McShane is always good. He he's can, all he's great. He continues he, to be can, great. You can airdrop him in anything. He's great. And uh, I wish they would have had a little more time with Lawrence Fishburne. But I I like that. That notion of I like the idea of it. The idea that there's this homeless king. Who has this yeah, they network. introduced him in the last movie. Yeah, but we didn't really get much of him in this one. I I thought that was I thought he was well done. My guess is he'll be spoiler alert yeah. more relevant in the next one. Very very much so. They've set him up to in certain some ways be a partner to John Wick and or just the new puppet master trying to use John Wick as a pawn, perhaps, perhaps. in a, in a, a grand battle with the the high table. High table. And thank you. I, was, I knew a table was in there. <laughs> Talk about a table so many damn times. <laughs> but let me go back to the Iron Chef guy. I like – I'm of two minds about him, and you're going to disagree with me on this. But I I had a similar problem with him I had with Common in that I'm really not intimidated by him. I don't find him at all intimidating. And part of it has to do with his voice. He just has a high kind of tenor register, and he seems – I like the affable part of him, but – Nothing about him seems particularly menacing or scary. It, I I never felt like he was a serious threat. And again, the fight, his fight stuff was great. And he's got a presence. But every time he spoke, 
it kind of undercut <laughs> the kind of the the menace I think we're meant to feel from that guy. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I didn't I didn't feel that. I thought he was I thought he was uh, appropriately menacing. I guess definitely more than common. I mean, I, <laughs> you know, I kind of felt well. Certainly, <clears throat> Common had the problem where he's not as an actor nearly as well trained in combat as this guy is. Yeah, clearly. And that was a problem, for well, sure. Not, not only that, they, they you know, it's, it's like with anything else, they carry to some degree their aura into it. And and, yeah. that, and Common's aura is that of a fairly non-menacing, affable person. And yeah. this guy has more of a, a air of some sort of force and direct nature. As long to, as he's not speaking, I agree. Well, he's known for speaking. To Not me. common. I'm talking about uh, yeah. the Iron Chef. That's what I'm saying. He's he's known for being authoritative and how he. Okay. You know, so I, that that didn't that didn't bother me. I thought he I thought he was really I thought he was one of the best parts of the movie right. for me. I thought he was a good foil. I think John Wick's. I, I think Cam was getting old. Oh yeah, definitely getting old. This I'm sure. this more than even the other two movies, he looked like he was struggling. To pull off these moves more than he has before, hmm. he he just looked like a, there were there were too many moments where I noticed in this where either he or some of the other stunt actors were waiting for somebody else to get into a position. I noticed that quite a few times with Keanu and some of the stuntmen around him, and it and it threw me. It's just like, oh, Keanu, you're getting. Yeah, I, I didn't notice that. At you're all. getting a little old on this one. I, I I didn't see that. That wasn't my take on the choreography. I I, I thought it was actually pretty. Quickly done and very well executed. I didn't see gaps there where people were waiting for positions. I didn't see that at all. Well, I did. And it's, you know, I, again, I give him credit. I couldn't do any of that. He is dedicated to it. He's just, I think he's getting a little bit, I, I'm worried about movie four. I'm just like, if he's, if this is the shape he's in for this one, what's the next one going to look like? And I will say this, his his fight choreography it's always been interesting. When when he did the Matrix, he was he was faster. He's younger, obviously, by what like thirty years, twenty thirty years. Um, but his 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 movement style has always been a little bit, I don't want to say robotic, but a little bit kind of clunky and and not sloppy. It's never sloppy. It's very precise, but it's not smooth. If you look at the fight scene between him and Morpheus in that first movie, Keanu's clearly I think spent more time working on his moves and getting it right. But if you watch Lawrence Fishburne, he's he's smoother. His movements are more fluid than Keanu's has ever been. And he and in these movies, it it felt even more little robotic in this Man, in this I, style. I, if you look at like a, a Jackie Chan, obviously it's a bad I, ex- comparison. Well, but I, I didn't take. I, I, didn't I want see. to compare it to dancers. Yeah, not, what it looked like to me, which I thought actually is it's funny, what you would criticize him. It, it felt like a character. Who really the first, the second movie start the third movie starts directly after the, mm-hmm. the uh, of the um, second the, first, one. Yeah, the second one and so what I see is a guy who's literally been stabbed a bunch of times sure. and is literally um, trying to make it through. I didn't see it as a Keanu Reeves thing. I saw it more as a John Wick thing that John Wick the character was was struggling a little bit and sort of. Breathing heavy because he had, you know, he had stab wounds and puncture wounds all over him. I saw a little bit of that, but I didn't. I didn't see anything that was a a filmmaking thing uh, or like this a was lack true of, even later in the film because he he is he does go days or well, uh, I'm saying, several days without being in a fight and he's still kind of acting that way. 
Well, he's still been stabbed. <laughs> yeah, he's still. I mean, he's still literally been stabbed and you know had had stitched up. He's been shot a couple of times. Sure. I mean, so so yeah, a couple of days, but he's he's still uh, racked up. I saw him as weary at times. I didn't see him as the actor isn't executing the stunts. I didn't see that. I didn't. Either. I'm not saying he's not executing. I've moved on from that too. To just his style, his 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 style of fighting. It, it I, it's a dumb complaint, but I I would long for something a little bit more, something a little more Gene Kelly, in execution, in fluidity, than Keanu has ever seemed to be capable of doing. But that's Gene Kelly. <laughs> you mean like from Dancing in the Rain? Yeah. I think that's unreal. <laughs> well, if you if you talk, that's, that's, it'd be like if he was playing b- basketball and thing. You know what? I want to have a little bit more Jordan. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, he's not Gene Kelly. I mean, who is? It's just a little bit, just a little bit more like a dance. I mean, that's what that's what kung fu choreography is. It's a dance. It's a choreographed dance with punching. Uh, okay, I think I think I don't know. I think that's a strange complaint. Like, even from people who don't like John Wick. That's an odd complaint. I thought the choreography was really good in this film. I thought it was really, I thought it was just one of the strengths of the film. I think there the, was, there were two scenes that were particularly well choreographed. The, the one near the beginning in the weapons shop, I thought I was great. I thought that was great. I thought the scene where the dogs are ripping through with Halle Berry at his side, that was it's okay. Awesome. It seemed like a, the horse scene where he's on the motorcycles and he's fighting on top of a, a, a horse and, and he's got motorcycles uh, on the other side of him. The other motorcycle scene where he's on a motorcycle. The horse one was all right. The The one on the motorcycle was a little bit too it, – it, it, it was one of the most produced uh, green screen ones. And you get, it would have to be. But the, I, I always prefer a fight scene that is clearly happening in a real space to ones that are – on a stage in front of a green screen. But there, so the one scene I like, and the second one was the, the first gunfight in the continental, not the first one, maybe the second one. Once he got like the super awesome shotgun armor piercing bullets one, Mm -hmm. I thought that was great. And there was also, it it was hard to hear over all the gunshots, but they introduced it with the Vivaldi piece, classical music, Vivaldi piece. When you get into the gun shooting Mm -hmm. scene, there's actually like a John Wickified electronic, like hardcore version of that Vivaldi piece punctuating the gunshots and everything, which was kind of fun and cool to hear. But, you know, I, I'm talking a bunch of crap here, but I, it's enjoyable for what it is. I like it less. I like each movie less, I think, than the previous one. Maybe it's just because, I mean, how do you keep doing the same thing and, and make it interesting? I like this a little more more than two. Maybe it's better than two. Uh, I, only, I do not remember two, quite only, frankly. Only, only reason I say that is I like the antagonist better in this. And to me, that's the difference. I, I think there was a little more of a. Um, Common didn't really do anything for me. You're, yeah, he, I mean, he was I fine. I don't know. It's just uh, it's it's an it's an unfair criticism, but I just think there are certain people that carry a certain aura to them that do not lend themselves to certain roles. And Common is one of those guys. It's like having Will Smith be a villain. I mean, you can do that, but. I think that there's a steeper mountain to climb there. Uh, I'd rather almost have an unknown in that role. Mm. Um, so I, I like the villain. I like the the villains in this one better. Uh, I like the lady, the adjudicator. I liked her better. Uh, even the scene, that, which I thought was weird when it was beginning, I was like, oh, this is about to go south. But that scene where he's in the desert mm-hmm. and the tent meeting sort of this this uh, high-ranking official, 
Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, maybe exactly. It's kind of fan, fantasy tinge, but I, I thought that was a great scene. I, I liked the acting of the actor playing. You know what I would have loved is if, uh, something, like, we need some kind of symbol or sign from you that you're back on board. And uh, he cuts off his his ring finger with his wedding ring on it and gives the guy the wedding ring. I would have loved you to say, we just, the ring was fine. <laughs> no, I just really needed the ring. You didn't, I, I'm, you know, okay. I, I mean, it's too late now. <laughs> but really, I was just really looking yeah, for the ring. I mean, uh, pretty much. I probably should have <laughs> been a little more explicit. Awkward. <laughs> Why do we even put that? That thing on the the table. <laughs> on the, on the board. I'm sorry about that. I don't know why that was there. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a nice thing. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a nice. I would have given some credit for that. Yeah, but so I, I like I enjoyed that. I, I wanted to see the dogs more. Oddly enough, when when she leaves. Speaking of yeah, the dogs thing. I I had hoped that would have been more badass than it was. I, I, it was you didn't right. enjoy that. It was okay. Oh my god, they were awesome. They were. I don't I mean, know what talking, I was expecting. You, you're talking about training. I mean, how did they train? I mean, that that wasn't CG, was it? No, it wasn't. Yeah, that was actually just dogs really jumping on people. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. I, I enjoyed that. But at that. a certain point, it just felt like, oh, dog tricks. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> you are a tough It, it did. It did feel like You it. are a tough room. And quite dude. frankly, it, one of the other reasons why I think Keanu's getting old. <laughs> dog tricks. It was. It, it was, was like dog The tricks. dog literally climbs a wall, grabs a gun with his mouth. He doesn't grab a gun. It grabs the guy. But Whatever. Yeah, it's, you remember the Letterman show? It's, so you look at that. Oh, stupid human tricks. It's stupid dog tricks, yeah. It's stupid pet tricks. That's what that was. But the, one of the other things that clued me in that maybe Keanu's getting too old for this is like well, that scene was really just Halle Berry. Like you almost do not he, – he shows up like two or three times. But we follow Halle Berry and her dogs through that 10-minute sequence for the most part. Well, you know what? After, after, after I saw it play out, it makes sense why it was only Halle Berry. Oh, because she's con- controlling that's really, the dogs, yeah. Well, well, no, that's really her only scene, really. I mean, once that scene is over, we essentially get a, a goodbye. I mean, she is introduced kind of a— Yeah, but you can still have John Wick weave in and out. Like, he disappears yeah. for a good chunk of that Well, thing. he's in there. He's in there shooting along. Barely, but, I mean, she's the, she's the driver of the scene, and clearly— First uh, of all, I had trouble appreciating that scene for the first five minutes because I just thought it was so dumb that they were even doing it. What do you mean? Well, she's he shoots the dog. The mm-hmm. dog's fine. Yep. And she's like, "All right, well, now I got to murder everybody." Like, <laughs> what? The dog's fine. Like for a minute, I was like, "Did I miss something? Like, did the no, dog but die?" I, I, I didn't think it was about that dog. Maybe I maybe I missed it. What was it about? Well, I thought that after he shot the dog, even though the dog was fine, that he he was going to either kill the dog or he was going to take the dog. That in order for her to save the dog, she had to essentially kill him. I thought that's what I got. Uh, maybe. I guess. Because he made this thing. You're going to give me that dog because that's something you love. You're going to turn it to me, and then I'm going to kill it. Once the dog, it hits the dog's vest, I don't think he was just going to say, nah, you know what, just kidding. Take the dog with you. I think he was going to either take the dog or kill it. So I, thought, I, I felt it was a, a defense from him murdering the dog, or maybe both, or all of them. Know, was, the whole thing seemed ridiculous. I mean, to, to again to complain I, about the story and motivations yeah, and this thought, thing I is kind of silly. I thought it was cool. The only thing I, I, for me, at first, I thought the dog was shot. Mm. 
And I was like, well, oh, they, there was only like for the first couple of minutes, there, you only see one dog. Exactly. I was like, oh, did he? Keep? Which made me think, did I miss him? I thought did the dog keep? was fine. Yeah, I was like, but I thought the dog got up. What happened? And then the dog finally. Yeah, you see both. You see two. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, got it. Because that confused me a little in the beginning. But yeah, I, I thought that scene was just. I thought it was cool. <laughs> I thought it was cool. Uh, then they jump in the car behind her. I just wanted to see more. Like when she drops him off in the desert, I'm like, oh, is that it? And then she, yeah. just, she just kind of goes away. I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate. And then, and then it becomes uh, Uncharted Three for about 15 minutes, which uh, is a reference only for the nerds out there. <laughs> which is my least favorite of the Uncharted games. So it, it, this is a yeah, it's a B action movie. It, it well, it's, it's an A action movie. I yes, I don't know. I agree with that, but it it, it is it like to me. B suggests a certain. Uh, lack of quality in it. That's what a B movie is. A B movie is you have two movies that you show to drive in. One is a first run movie, which is an A level movie, and one is a B movie. It's kind of a grindhouse thing. Uh, lower budgets, lower action, lower production value. This is in that tradition. Lower? Though. No, it really isn't. Lower stars. This is in in, a, in not in budget and not in execution, but in tone and style. They're going for that kind of grindhousey thing. If I this it, Tarantino. So has made grindhouse movies yeah, and I, they're extremely well made. Yeah. I, I think this is not, I think this is supposed to be a big budget, big ish, fancy Arnold Schwarzenegger level movie. It's, it's that it has the scope. Yeah, of but that. Schwarzenegger's done some B movies. Uh, such as commando running man, mm-hmm. Conan. I don't think running man, running man definitely wasn't a B movie. Absolutely. It was. I disagree with that. Okay. I think we disagree on what B-movie is. Clearly. Yeah. I think B-movies lack a lot of funding, budget, quality. Running Man was For awesome. me, it's, it's more about intention rather than budget. Well, that's wrong. Okay. <laughs> that, that's incorrect. It's a different definition than yours. I don't know if yeah. it's incorrect. Yeah, I don't think it has to do with intention. What? Tarantino calls it some of his movies Grindhouse. Is I, he I, wrong? I'll grant you that Tarantino is one of those big-budget guys— that blurs that line. I, I'll grant you that. Okay. And he, he definitely does that. But he's he's one of the few that does it. I mean, most people play on either side of that line, and they don't blur it very much. Tar- Tarantino does, and he does it intentionally, and he, he does it well. But there aren't many directors that are trying to, to, to blur. John Woo is not trying to do a boo movie. He's not trying to do, I think, one of these dinky little movies that play in some cheap house somewhere. I don't think that's what they're doing. Yeah, I think that's an old definition of B-movie. I think it's an outdated definition. No, I think it's pretty accurate. Mm. I think like the movies I, you're talking about are straight think, to video. When I think B-movie, I'm not thinking about a $100 million budget or a $50 well, million budget. This movie wasn't a $100 million budget. What was it, $50 million? What was it? Probably. Yeah, that's a Maybe lot. Maybe around of, 40 30 40 well, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that when I think of like a B-movie. A B-movie is something. I think that's that what a B-movie is now. No, nah, a B-movie is something that comes on 43 and has John Saxon in it. Those are B-movies. I don't know who that is. He's a B-movie actor. <laughs> yeah. Is he alive? John Saxon, he may be. I don't know. I think those are he was what in, he was B-movies in v. used to be. They don't. I don't think they make B-movies like you're talking about no, anymore. No, they do. That's what straight video. Straight to video is nothing but B-movies. Those are straight to video or, movies. I or, put those in a different category. Are you looking like, Those are the Netflix films those are B-movies. of today. Are those you, are just straight to video garbage. Yeah, those are B-movies. Or you go on Netflix, they're starting to, to populate their, their site with a few of them. That's what I'm saying. Netflix is <laughs> is the new refuge for straight-to-video. Yeah, straight-to-video, cheap, cheesy, low-budget, very little production values. But even a lot of those are not trying to be B-movies. 
No, I, I think this one. I, it, I, it, I don't disagree with. I you. think tone and intention has a lot to do with it, and I th- and I think this one is trying to be that a little grindhousey, a little B movie, but this, with. I think this more has a lean towards some of those sort of Asian films that you see. I think it's, it has more in common with like sure. hard-boiled than it does with uh, yeah. some B-movie. I don't think it's trying to be— But hard-boiled some, is kind of in that tradition as well. This is like a continuation of Death Wish, you know, those kind of movies. It's, I, I, don't, well, I don't think this is Death Wish. I, no, it's better, but it is in that tradition. I don't think so at all. I, I, think, I think you need to watch Death, Death Wish again. I, I think, will not. I think the first, first Death Wish particularly was an actual movie, just as Rocky— the first one was an actual sure. movie, and it wasn't trying to be Grindhouse anything. It was trying to be a movie with characterization. I don't think this is doing that at all. I think I don't think that's giving Death Wish enough credit. Uh, okay, for, I've for, only saw the fourth one, so. <laughs> well, yeah, after four, <laughs> it gets a little rough. <laughs> but, so that's my basis for comparison here. Okay. Okay, but yeah, I don't I don't think this has those kind of high aspirations at all. I think it's like you said before, I think the story is, you know, yeah. kind, of, kind of a passing thing. I think it's more about, about big, the, the so this is a vehicle for action scenes. Yeah, a vehicle for big glitzy, fancy, sparkly action. Motorcycle chases where people are fighting on top of motorcycles. Almost like action fantasy. I don't know that that's a genre, but no, it is. but this is this is almost that. It's this almost, does take place in a fantasy world, yeah, in it's fantastical a, it's, New York. Yeah, it almost has, I mean, this is going too far, but it almost feels in some ways like that. Um, what was that comic book guy, that Frank Black? He did a, he had a film called, um, and it's not as, as far as this, but was it not Crime City, maybe uh, Sin City? Oh, you're talking about Frank Miller's Frank Miller, uh, yeah. Robert Rodriguez, Frank Miller co-directed yes. Sin City, and it's not as far as that. I'm not saying it's that. But yeah, it, that's it, uh, it's kind of leaning almost. It's toward, a heightened world for sure. Yeah, a very heightened world where there is like the idea that there's this like almost old fashioned 19. 19- mm-hmm. I don't know, fifties, like you know, like operators. And I like the I like that operator stuff, and yeah, then the people good. running, you know, the the hitman, you know, behind the scenes curtain people yeah. wearing those old timey fifties outfits, but with piercings, like <laughs> like aggressive piercings, and tattoos. Like there's there's this other world. It's like we you must not. have aggressive yeah. piercings and tattoos to work there. We are. Unaware. I don't care if you're eighty. <laughs> or 25. And I think you're right. I don't think this was in the first movie, really. I mean, there was a hint to it, but not to this level. It was of there. Though. Yeah, it wasn't. It was sort yeah. of implied, but like in two, they really start building. And in three, it just goes full. They started bringing up little. these rules of like the consecrated ground of the continental oh, was in the first one. and so Love on. the gypsy thing. That was awesome. I like that. That was Gypsy cool. thing. The Romani thing. Oh, that the, was, the dance instructor. Oh, that was hot. I like that. Like that they that they gave us this like huge chunk about John Wick that we didn't know that he's from the Romani people or Romani people. Sure. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool with the cross, and then you got a little bit of Angelica Houston mm-hmm. in there. I said, okay. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot about the world building I like, but also they they talk so much about rules, yet it's hard to really get a grip on what the rules are. The consequences seem to shift based on who they're talking to and for what reasons. And But they're like, oh, well, this is how it has to be because rules. But then also, not really. 
doesn't always have to. Like the justification at the end, oh, you were trying to prove that you could still be a tough guy and run this place. I get it. Like, what? Well, it's, huh? I actually thought that they were very humane in a, <laughs> in a, in a way. Like, you know, in a, in a lesser movie, the punishment for not, death, yeah. not having proper filter is a bullet in the head. But here it's sort of like, no, you're going to be cut seven times. And then for her, it's the— it's Yeah, the, but some people just get straight up murdered. True. And you're not really sure. what. Well, what's the difference? Who did, who did the table murder? Well, they intended to murder, I think, Fishburn. No, I don't think so. It seemed like it. No, I don't think so. They, 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 they literally did, said seven cuts. But they did say that you, they were going to kill the guy who ran the hotel. No, they didn't. They did. You're going to – you have to get your affairs in order. You'll be replaced in a week. And later they're talking about – I thought they talked about killing when he refused to leave. Yeah, that was that – was, you've got one week. He, he hadn't refused to leave initially. That's why they sent – that was not a given. But I didn't think they were going to kill him. Of course. They sent John Wick to do it. No, but that was after he refused. He hadn't to, refused yet. He had refused. Nope. Yes, he had. Mm-mm. Go see the movie again. When she goes to see him and says, you need to leave, he says he's not going. John Wick is ordered to kill him after that. When she first comes to see him, she says, you're done, whatever. And he's like, oh, no, I'm not. And it's like, okay. No, when she first comes to see him, she says, yeah, he, he does not agree with the decision. And yeah. she says, okay, you don't have to agree, but you have one week to get your affairs in order or you'll be out of here one way or another. And he never says, I'm not leaving. He does. Point. He indicates that he's not leaving. I don't, I don't know. Not after she said, this is the deal. You have one week. I think you missed that. He did. I th- he, he indicates clearly that he's not leaving. John Wick is only sent after. I don't think he's going to be killed. I think he's going to be replaced and lose his power. That's what I thought at first. But then later, she's, meant, she's talking about killing him. After he refused to leave, yes. Uh, all right. We don't need to go down that. We clearly didn't. Yeah, we should look that up and, and figure out who, who's right. I don't want to watch it again. But, no, uh, we, we can look on the internet. We don't right. have to go. But in any case. I'll never see this film again. Yeah, I don't, I don't care to ever see it again. Um, I'll never see it again, but I'll look that up. But they really ju- did the same thing to Lawrence Fishburne. They were like, look, you know, you, you didn't play by the rules. You are no longer get your affairs in order. You're leaving. And, and he's like. Now, he's know. somebody who did say I'm not leaving. Yeah, but and, and 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 even then they didn't kill him. They just you know gave him seven cuts to say you're naughty. Yeah, you're naughty I don't know. Ugly. And then it's and then the other lady they just put a knife through her hands for some reason. Yeah, let her go. I, I don't get it. I just don't know what the rules are. They talk about them, what the consequences are. They talk about them, but it never seems consistent. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I, thought, I like that the the fact that they didn't murder him. They just sort of gave him a little, you know. I guess. Somebody I, died, though, didn't they? I'm Did nobody to, die? I'm trying to think who that the table killed. Let me think. Um, Did I mean, they, they literally kill nobody? Not that I can think of. That's other, not scary at all. <laughs> other than, they, I mean, they killed people when they came in the hotel and when they rushed in Lawrence Fishburne's place. Yeah, they before, did kill those before people. They, before the, they the got peons. to him, he killed, they killed the peons. They killed peons for yeah. sure. Yeah, oh, and they, they, killed, they, they, killed, they killed the Romany too. Who? When they were coming to the lady who with the ballerina, yeah. remember they killed a lot of her people coming in to yeah, see Yeah, they her. killed her uh, people, yeah, her peons, but it's just peons. Well, I, no, actually, I think in her case, they're family. Sure, but they're peons to us. They, they don't matter. <laughs> they're probably like a cousin or an uncle. Yeah, as well. it doesn't matter. We didn't, those yeah, I, I wasn't invested, but I'm sure. It doesn't matter. All right, yeah, I agree with you. This, the movie's no good. No, the movie's 
The movie's fine. What? The movie's fine. No, that's that I'm, was not. My I'm sorry, argument. I misunderstood. That was not my argument. That, oh. the movie's fine. Are you trying to convince me it doesn't make sense? No, no. It's a, it's a good for what it is. It's it's fine. It's it's a good it's a good time. They yeah. deliver. Yeah, it's fine. It's got. I'll two, never watch it again, probably, but it, it delivers. It's got two decent action scenes I liked. Oh, it's got, you are just a tough room. I am. You're a tough room. There, when it comes to action movies, I am is, a snob, for sure. It's tons of good action scenes. Nah, yeah. Tons of them. Okay. And with that, check us out on the iTunes, the Google Play Store, the podcast app on the Apples. We're on the internet, on the YouTubes, and the, what's the thing all the kids are into? Instagram. No. Not Instagram? No. Snapchat. No. Not Snapchat. Marco Polo. Is that a thing? That's a thing. What is that? It's like a face-to-face talking app. Ridiculous. Isn't that called a phone? Oh, it's nice. It's nice. I thought phones did that already. No, it's much better than texting. Yeah, but, you, I mean, you can... It's like video texting. It's much better, though. Oh, you mean it records a thing? Yeah, and then it plays a message, and then it plays back. Yeah, whatever. Far superior to text. I guess. I think emojis are just fine. They're they're yeah. doing us no problems, animated gifts, no misunderstandings. I got into a fight literally about three weeks ago. Yeah, because they misinterpreted a text. Over a text just yeah. because of... <laughs> That's where we're at. Yeah. At least you can see my face, you know. Yeah. Notice the inflection. <laughs> yeah. Notice the facial expressions, people. Context, people, right? What? Uh, no, the kids are into the uh, the Abilify. No, that's a drug. What's the music service that all the kids are at? Spotify. Oh, Spotify, yes. Not Abilify. We're on the Spotify. And oh, that's nice. Yep. And with that, we will talk at you next week, people. Bye-bye. Peace and chicken grease.